Welcome everyone to Curtain Jerks, the podcast that brings you the fun and funny of wrestling. I am your host, Scott Narver, and joined with me for part three, the never-ending WrestleMania recap of it all, uh, Mark Wazek is here. Uh, it's so great to be back. Thank you, Scott Narver. I can't believe when I pitch this idea <laughs> to you, I never thought I'd be able to milk guesting on three episodes out of this <laughs> but somehow i have and your stories have been awesome so far i'm so glad we did this i'm so glad that you uh were open to allowing me to come on and do this yeah. and uh i think it's just been really cool so and i hope the listeners are enjoying it as well i hope so too because otherwise they're like why did you do this for three fucking episodes <laughs> hey it's wrestlemania it's the granddaddy of them all it's the ultimate thrill ride we got to go all out this is how you become a granddad you just become really old when you're recording all this stuff but it was it was really exciting and monumental stuff so uh let's get into it and uh next day of course is wrestlemania mm -hmm. we all watched the the 72 hour spectacular that it was <laughs> no, it was a great wrestlemania it really was a little bit about you and your experience so your thoughts and all that on the show on the uh, WrestleMania yeah. show no i loved it i loved okay. it i mean i i think as we might have said on part one uh you know, it was too long. Yeah. It's too long of a show, but I loved the show mm -hmm. overall. I mm -hmm. thought it was my favorite WrestleMania in years. Mm -hmm. And um, I wonder live. I mean, I'd love to just hear any highlights. I mean, we all saw the show, but I'd love to hear any highlights of the day or anything that stood out to you. And when I really wonder to kick that off, the WrestleMania day off, uh, what did that set look like live? I thought that was the coolest WrestleMania set they'd ever had. My God, that set. I love that thing. It. Uh, I remember like seeing people along the way uh, and just sort of chatting with them and just seeing the set, like getting closer and closer and just saying, you know, when you go to a wrestling show and you're sitting somewhere where you can see the screens yeah, and you, you tell yourself like, don't watch the screen. You're here live. Right, right, don't watch right, right, it right. on TV while paying to be here. Right. That set was so beautiful. I just wanted to look at the set. Yeah, sure. It's, it was immaculate. Yeah. Like, it's, 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 you felt like you were at a theme park. Uh-huh. Like at a really nice one. A this nice is the ultimate thrill ride, brother. Well, yeah, but oh. I mean, that's what they captured is you felt like you were at Disneyland. Like yeah. when you go to Disneyland and you pay this premium price, you're going to a theme park. Yeah. You're not going to a, a place that has roller coasters. Mm -hmm. You're not going to Six Flags where it's like you're just here for rides. No one here is trying to present a theme to you. Mm -hmm. When you go to Disneyland – Whatever uh, uh, land you're in, whatever uh, ride you're going to, they keep that theme alive that you're a part of that experience. Mm -hmm. And the employees are cast members. They're not just like 17-year-olds having the job. Mm -hmm. And that's what this set felt like. It's like, holy shit. Like, I am a part of this themed WrestleMania. Mm -hmm. It was gorgeous. It looked so, so awesome on TV. Mm -hmm. There was a lot I just loved about this WrestleMania. I loved that set. I thought it was the best set they'd ever done. It was so awesome. Mm -hmm. I thought the card, especially the main card, was really good. I like the, uh, again, I think it was, I think it's too long, uh, but I, I thought that they built the car really well this year. Mm -hmm. um, there were some really great highlights on it. Undertaker stuff, the Hardys coming back, some very good matches, and nothing really that was a bad match on the whole show. No. There really wasn't a lot of highlights. It was a really newsworthy, fun show to watch. Um, and I like that they didn't have, you know, I want to say like respectfully to the legends of wrestling, but like, I like that they didn't have the 
half an hour segments here and there of like random legends come back to do what it like rock with the flamethrower oh, and yeah. Austin and Foley and Michaels with the new day and backstage million backstage interview mm-hmm. segments with all those guys. They cut a lot of that stuff out. Really all of all it of out it. this, all of it all out of this it. year. It was just the proposal. Was yes. The only Yes, segment. and they and they had the concert, which was short though, the Pitbull concert or whatever. People got a song. Pee. People got a yeah, pee. but I mean that's sort of your intermission kind mm-hmm. of kind of break, and I I wish they would pace it like that. I wish they would structure it like that every year. I hope they keep it up. I thought it was great. I, that I was WrestleMania. That was all in the name. I thought, and I may be skewed because I'm a huge New Japan fan. Uh-huh. But um, you know, every year New Japan has Wrestle Kingdom. That's their sort of biggest show of the year. Their right. WrestleMania, so to speak. And that show every single year is a very long show. It's it's often between four and a half and six hours. Mm-hmm. And it never feels like it because it's moving one match to the next. There's nothing in between. It just goes. Uh, when they did on U.S. pay-per-view here a couple years ago, they had to uh, uh, keep it at four hours. But otherwise, it's always longer. And it just goes. And I wondered if they were sort of taking a, a page out of New Japan's book in terms of the just keep this thing moving. I mean, they put the video packages in between, but I think you've got to do that for, there's so many casual fans watching Mm -hmm. WrestleMania. I think you've got to put the video packages in between to let them enjoy what the stories of the matches are. I wouldn't cut that. Yeah. I wouldn't cut that down if I were them. The only thing that I would like to see at WrestleMania again is um, everything not being the most important match on the entire planet that you do get the occasional Owen Hearts versus Skinners, and you don't need a video package. Like, those yeah. can be the potential breaks. Like, it's just a match. Yeah. Just something. The only thing, there's another element to what New Japan does, and e- Paul Heyman used to do this really well in ECW, and Cornette used to do this really well when he booked SMW and stuff, is the build in the show. WWE has abandoned that a long time ago, but That's like, true. the idea of like, it would help, uh, it would help a show of this length. Um, go by a lot better of like each progressive match on the card gets a little bit longer. ROH is good at this too. Mm-hmm. gets a little bit longer and goes a little bit further. Yeah. And the, and the show builds like the whole thing builds and then climaxes at the main event. Yeah. And WrestleMania definitely didn't feel like that. It was a real herky jerky where it's like AJ and Shane are out there like throat killing it, you know, coast to coast and all this. And then, and then I think that Jericho and Owens was hurt by that a little bit because they've got to follow that, but they're not doing as elaborate of a match. Mm-hmm. And so it's a little bit like up and down in terms of the build of the show that could be improved. And but, by the time the end, it's I saw everything. Yeah. What is The Undertaker and Roman Reigns going to do? Like, right. I've seen all the moves. Right, right. Everything's happening. And yeah. there were no stakes at that point like that we knew of. Yeah, right, that we knew of. So there's there's nothing else. Yeah. Like, we're, we're spent. Live, how would you... You've been to a lot of WrestleManias live. How would you compare that show how would you compare that crowd um i i this is the second time i've seen wrestling at all and it's the wrestlemania as well outdoors yeah i love it i love outdoor wrestling i love that the sun is out and then the mood changes as it gets darker and things become more serious Uh uh-huh it gets colder like it's it, it just has such a um Emotional effect on the entire show. Yeah. You mean you never went to a bash at the beach? <laughs> I never did. No, I wish I would have. Oh, boy, you missed out. Um, <laughs> so I really like that. And this WrestleMania, uh, I, I really love. It might be one of my favorites. It, um, I, it's probably one of mine, too. Um, the main event isn't, but it was such a, a significant moment to see 
the Undertaker pack up his shit and go. Yeah. Um, it was it was really great. Like um, to touch on what you said earlier, a couple of highlights. Um, uh, there was a uh, um, the previous year at WrestleMania, um, we went to this pre-party mm-hmm. uh, beforehand with 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 Dale and uh, Johnny, mm-hmm. and um, we were there. And there's food and there's all this stuff, and we're just chatting. And we're having a really good time, just uh, the three of us being there, uh, just sort of celebrating. Because work is done. Now mm-hmm. it's time to just be a fan have and fun. enjoy. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm just gorging. Like, one of the people would get free drinks at the bar. I'm like, there's free food, and I'm just going to get food drunk. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just going to eat like crazy. <laughs> and I see Pete Gas <laughs> of the Mean Street Posse there. Sure. And I'm thrilled. I yeah. love Pete Gas. Pete Gas has been on this show. Like, it's, uh, that was one of my favorite interviews to ever do that was steve sears Scott. what that was steve <laughs> well he does a great peak ass impression um and uh so it was a chance to meet him and say like hey we you know you did the show and yeah. he was very grateful we took a photo and that was to me that was like oh that this made the whole week like i loved it um we're at uh wrestlemania we go down sit in the seats uh sitting next to dale and dale uh says look who's sitting in front of you and I go, I don't like there's a person directly in front of me. Like, I can't see any angles. There's just a human and there's a, a, a female human next to this male human. And he goes, look who's in front of you. And I go, I, I'm just like, I don't who Dale. I don't know. And he goes, Pete Gass. <laughs> and I go, no, no way that Pete Gass is sitting directly in front of me at WrestleMania. And sure enough, it's Pete Gass. That is so bizarre. Did you talk to him? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I'm going to be there for 19 hours. I got to talk to him. <laughs> so we chatted and it was fun. And like he, uh, he, you know, he's occasionally saying stuff. And I, amongst the excitement initially, I'm like, oh, cool. Which match are you excited to watch? And he gives me that face that <laughs> yeah. you just did right there. I'm like, a, you fucking moron. <laughs> like <laughs> Shane. And I go. Oh, yeah, right, 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 right. He's so. like, we're really friends. <laughs> no, okay, sure, sure, buddy. <laughs> was he going crazy during the Shane match? Not crazy, but, like, he was definitely excited. Okay. He went for crazy for a couple other spots. And then did that. he leave after that? He's like, fuck that. Fuck this. I'm gone. No, he uh, he did <laughs> leave before the last match. He did? Yeah. Because, <laughs> I mean, it had just been so long. And, yeah. Um, that length of that show, I mean, it was it, it's brutal in terms of the length. Especially, I think... You oh know. my! Oh my! I think you're not expecting it. Do you know what I mean? Like you're not expecting this show is going to go this long. I think if you knew going in, like I, this is going to be five hours, mm-hmm. you could gear up for it. Like this is going to be five hours and fifteen minutes, and that's just the main show. How does everybody not know that at this point? How do you just not know? It's this never is my been that long. Fucking day. It's never been that long. I guess that's why I just think that now. was by far the longest. Last year it was only four and a half hours. And everybody was like, that was way too long. I guess since WrestleMania 30, I'm like, this is just my day. Jeez. Like, it's only WrestleMania. Yeah, this is the worst part about them having their own network. Yeah. (laughs) Because this stuff all goes on. They're like, fuck it. Forever. But um, we got stories to tell. But I'm like, we're out here on the, you know, we're out here Pacific time. I'm like, this show ends. It was 9.15 or something. I'm like, I still got a night. You know, I mean, I still got. I'm like, if you're on the East Coast. Yeah. At this show. Mm Mm-hmm. Your kids got to go to school the next morning. You got to go to work. It's not even ending until 1215. Yeah, we got out there like we were leaving past midnight. 
But did you see people leaving early with kids and stuff? Were they like, we had the fuck out of here? Uh, there could have been. I, I it wasn't, wasn't really noticeable, though? Yeah, not from where I was sitting. Like, okay. it, it wasn't really noticeable. Okay. Um, there were definitely people leaving during and immediately after the Undertaker-Roman Reigns match. Yeah. And even Dale had, like, they were packing up to go. Yeah. And I, to me, like, what the fuck is Undertaker. the difference of 10 minutes? Yeah. Like, I want to see everyone sort of just walk off and go wherever. Like, let me be here till the end of the show. Yeah. Um, but I just stuck around. I'm like, I, I, I just want to see this. Like, that was the one time I pulled the card. I'm like, eh, I kind of want to see this. And that turned out to be once people started seeing the Undertaker doing what he was doing, like he was putting the jacket back on. You saw people that were leaving and then turn and stop. And uh, then they were watching and then they... You could just feel everyone was quiet. It was much like when the Undertaker lost to Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania 30. Mm-hmm. People just got quiet. Mm-hmm. People weren't talking. People weren't saying, what the fuck is that? People weren't complaining about the booking. They were just quiet, mm-hmm. taking it all in. And they were quiet again. And people just started migrating closer. And then it was like the Wyatts. You just saw a sea of cameras mm-hmm. on their phones up and recording something. Yeah. They didn't know what, but they were recording what it could have been the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was that was really cool. Yeah. Like all the bullshit, like all the fucking Roman Reigns one, uh, like all that stopped. And oh my God, he's leaving. Mm-hmm. Like you got, I think some people got emotional of, mm-hmm. of just a, oh, you know, are we ever, like how we talked about before the podcast, um, we might not ever see this guy again. Right on the network on anything do anything new he is the type of guy in that character that can just walk away and be gone yeah and never talk again or do anything yeah we were talking about that like you just said before we started recording tonight like what happens to this guy after that does 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 he retire was that the retiring of the gimmick and the only time we see him from this point on is as mark calloway yeah and he just comes out and is more public and like the Undertaker never exists again, which there is part of me that thinks that would be really cool. Yeah, or That'd does he really run cool. against Kane in Tennessee? Yeah, <laughs> or is he gonna do appearances like the Undertaker run? You know, appears and choke slam somebody next year. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, is there stuff like that, or is this the flat out end of the character? I think it would be really cool if that was the end of the character. Yeah, if like he lowered, he left the stuff in the ring, and we never see him as that character ever again. Mm-hmm. That's just it. Yeah, it, and it's a it was a scary feeling to encapsulate all that. To you don't really know when you're gonna see the someone for the final time. You don't know when. Dusty Rhodes is going to unexpectedly die or Roddy Roddy Piper mm-hmm. or uh, any of these guys or when they're going to just not be in the company anymore. Mm-hmm. You go, ah, I'll see them again some point later. Undertaker's not going to go do Impact Wrestling or right. ROH. Right. Like he's a lifer at WWE. Mm-hmm. That might be it. Yeah. So that moment live uh, amongst it just being cold at that point. <laughs> yeah. Was it was chilling. It was really weird um, watching it at home too. Um, and I wonder if it felt like this in the building. Cause it was like the match was rough at times. Yep. The audience was tired mm-hmm. and there was a sadness to the match at, in spots where you're like undertaker can't like it was obvious for the first time. He can't go like he used to be able to go. Yeah, and these guys don't have chemistry. 
Like they both. they've not wrestled before. Yeah. Like they didn't get to do all this. Like this isn't working. Yeah. So it was like you're. It's like the main event. The show has been on forever. It's been a good show, but it's long. Mm-hmm. And now you're like, oh man, this is kind of sad. It's rocky. They're botching some spots. Mm-hmm. Roman went over in kind of a shitty way, and you're like, that's the end of this show. Yeah. Ugh. And then, like you said, it it goes into this whole sort of epilogue mm-hmm. and that was amazing and was historic and was I think the thing we're going to remember yeah you know what I mean like match yeah we're going to remember that I think we're not even going to remember the match that match well. doesn't matter the match doesn't matter like we're barely going to remember the match Flair's retirement was like that too it's like we don't really remember the match that well remember we remember the I love you yeah, I love um, you oh my yeah and then Oh my! And the and the super, <laughs> super kick. kick, but we, it, we but there were some bodge spots in that match and some stuff mm-hmm. that Flair was trying to do, like the old Flair and bridge up, and he couldn't quite do it, and it was sad. And in a way, the the way it all played out, where like Undertaker, it was like the old gunslinger coming back, you know, one more time, but couldn't quite do it. Mm-hmm. Ended up playing into the overall story kind of nicely. Yeah, of like, and now. Yeah, he can't quite do it anymore. He knows that, too. And now he's riding off into the sunset. Yeah. Um, I haven't watched it yet. And I've wanted to because of the JR commentary. mm -hmm. You watched it with the JR commentary. Yeah. Did that make it better? It was cool. I mean, he wasn't in he wasn't in there as much as you'd like him to be. You you know, like it was the Byron Saxton. Yes. Yes. He was sort of the third man in the booth. So he's chiming in there every now and then. And he'd come in. He wasn't talking enough that you're like, JR's calling the match. Mm -hmm. It was more like the match is going on and he'd say something. You'd be like, that's crazy. I just heard JR for a second. You know, like who's got a soundboard. (laughs) Yeah. Like you'd sort of forget he was there. It's like Johnny's (laughs) playing his sound effects on uh, Capadres. (laughs) You know, like you'd sort of hear something every now and then, like a like it was like a soundbite happening. You're mm-hmm. like, "JR's here," <laughs> you would, or you would newly remember and be like, "Whoa, that's cool!" Right. But it was surreal to hear his after everything Jim Ross has been through with this company and in his own life and everything. It was like surreal to hear him on commentary. Yeah, it was cool. I mean, it was cool. Yeah. You you wanted? I get why they didn't do it because it was late in the show or whatever. But you wanted like that moment of like. I wanted him to get a better entrance because mm-hmm. they didn't, I don't know how it played live, but you could tell us, but like on TV, he was like, by the time they showed him, he was at ringside and they were like, Jim Ross is here. They started him there. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't, uh, they, Jim Ross came from the side, I believe, or maybe he did walk down the entrance, but they were doing video packages, but they started him at the bottom of the ramp. Yeah. And, like had everything ready and then lights came on, cued him. And then he just came. It was an that. epically long ramp. I mean, I, but I guess you could have gone. Cause the undertaker is going to fucking like, well, thankfully he came from the middle right. of the ramp. <laughs> right. Cause you're, that was the other thing you're dreading. You're going, Oh no, I already dealt with Orton. Holy fuck. Like, <laughs> and his slithering, um, <laughs> Dick snake. Yeah. Dick snake. But I, I wanted Jim Ross to get that pop. Like his music hits, the sooner stuff comes up on the screen, he walks out and you let and give him that moment. Mm-hmm. And then maybe, I don't know, maybe he jumps down off the ramp and walks the rest of the way down the side or something. But I kind of, you kind of missed that that didn't happen. I feel that that was their life. 
Oh, okay, okay. Being there live, it it was everyone took notice of like, wait, 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 who's standing there? Who's standing? Oh, that's Jr. Oh, right, Jr.'s here. And then the, once the lights came up, it was acknowledgement of like, we are so sorry, and we're so happy to have you. Yeah, here. cool. Cause you, yeah, cause you want that for him too. Yeah, you know, to get to hear that, and you know, he need it's he it's need, needs it right now. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for coming to work. Yeah, you don't have to. <laughs> The next two days, you did not go home, Scott Narver. No. You stayed right in Orlando, Florida. Any highlights from Monday uh, during the day or, or Raw, Tuesday, SmackDown, before you headed home? Uh, we, uh, Johnny, Dale, and myself, we went to Universal Studios for a couple <laughs> hours on Monday because sure. why not at that point, right? Yeah. Um, we did that. Um, uh, the Raw, the infamous Raw after WrestleMania crowd you were a part of. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I, I had, I guess, uh, a, a very significant moment on social media for myself uh, uh, that Sharif Nasser, who's, who we talked about on the show, yeah, uh, he took offense to. Okay. Uh, that I, uh, I do not like beach ball mania. <laughs> yeah, you you legitimately get pissed when the fans are knocking those beach balls around. Yeah, I don't like it because yeah. also uh, you, there's a part of me that's for it, but in certain spots. Right. There are certain times in the show that if you want to do that, you go right ahead. Right. If someone's cutting a promo. You go ahead. You knock that beach ball around. Yeah. When you're having the cruiserweights from 205 Live that are busting their ass to try and be noticed. And are the the indie guys that people want to succeed? And this is the most fan frenzy crowd. That's when you're hitting the beach balls. Yeah, like, come on. Yeah, you're doing it all wrong. Were you the guy? Because somebody grabbed and smat and blew up a beach ball. I did. You did, right? Uh, I, That's I, what you guys were I, talking about. I told the Tom Anstey, uh, Mr. Wrestling memes that was uh, sitting next to me. I said one of these falls in my lap. I I, I will. D- uh, delete it jokingly i'm like i'll delete a beach ball and uh that's what happened a beach ball just fell in my lap right and i'm trying to watch a match i hadn't seen mustafa ali because uh-huh. uh, I, I just don't have the time to watch 205 live yeah so i was excited i'm like this guy's pretty good yeah going against uh, uh neville i believe it was yeah and um I was pissed because I'm being distracted by fucking beach balls. Don't you act like you care about diversity, Scott Narver. Uh, g- I, uh, look, everybody, I, I'm kind of shocked. I am the next WWE champion. It's Jinder Mahal is here, the SmackDown Live number one contender for the WWE Championship. He's he's just burst in. Don't hinder the gender. I'm not. I'm 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 not hindering you. I'm look. This is an exciting time for you. You're you're the new number one contender for the WWE Championship. I none of you respect me. What? I worked my way up the ranks. I won one match. <laughs> You won the six-pack challenge. But five other people were in that match. Yeah. And none of you people can respect that I beat five people at once in my single victory in the last ten years. Well... To earn my title shot. I mean, you're kind of pointing out there right there. I mean, you also didn't really beat five other people. You beat one other person. I am the Taj Mahal of wrestlers. What does that mean? You're a gift for uh, your wife? Sure. (laughs) I was just told I've got to squeeze in Indian culture stuff into my promos. Oh, who told you that? That's not, you don't need to do that. I am the Maharishi of WWE. 
Look, you're 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 not the Maharaja. I I think is I don't think you know Randy Orton, <laughs> Randy Orton, and Payback. Nope. What is it? <laughs> Backlash. There's two pay-per-views with the word back in it. Yeah, there's two pay-per-views with the word back. Right in it. next to each other. Yeah. One after another. You could say back to back. At back-to-backs. No, no, it's a backlash. At the WWE pay-per-view back-to-back. Nope. All of you racists who don't appreciate diversity. No, stop. Will appreciate when Jinder Mahal takes the WWE title and squashes Randy Orton's dick snake. What? That's, That's right. Why Why would you do that? Why would you Why would you smash the dick snake? What? That, that, that's what you just said. No, you just said that you think curry stinks. I, no, no. That's I just, what I heard, you racist. Look, I look the your breath afterwards, if you don't brush your teeth in a few hours, your breath can stink from eating curry, but I think curry's delicious. I was a member of 3MB. That's true. That was, you were the funny one. I know it's true. Okay. And that amazing <laughs> faction, well, made its name in WWE, and mm, now you existed. And now I have earned a main event in Chicago, Illinois, at WWE Network back to back. Nope, it's backlash. Look, three MB was it was funny, but it wasn't great. Mm-hmm. Did you win a match in 3MB? Well, listen, what's important is that I have a new organization now. Oh, okay. I scoured the WWE yeah. for any other Indians. <laughs> why Why did you settle just for Indians? And I found two. The Bollywood Boys. <laughs> yeah. I knew they were Indian because they have a race-based gimmick, <laughs> just like mine. Yeah. I looked for Great Khali. Yeah. I couldn't find him. Oh, I assume he's back in India. <laughs> but anyways, the Bollywood boys and I will be there at the main event of Back to Back, and I will defeat you, Randy Orton, and to hell with you and all the other races who pretend like you care about Mustafa Ali I, and about me, yeah. but really all you care about is popping beach balls and getting yourself over. I'm not... Ginger out! No, what? I'm pumped full from him. Oh, you're rumped out of here. Wow, Jesus. Oh, good thing. That was I, weird. I, that was very weird. Jesus, just screamed the whole time. He, Sorry, he, listeners, for your audio levels. You guys should have seen his veins. <laughs> his veins were just popping. Were they? Yeah. They were huge. <laughs> he got in shape, didn't he? Oh, my God, did he get in shape. That, uh, you know. It's a miraculous turnaround in a very short time period. I guess he's been working out hard. <laughs> it's either WWE is embracing all things international mm-hmm. or Jinder just got so ripped that Vince McMahon can't can't help but push Jinder mm. to the top. What's more likely? <laughs> I think the international part. I think that's what it uh, is. So where we left off before we were rudely interrupted by Ginger mm-hmm. Mahal is you about to ruin everyone's time at the Raw after WrestleMania by popping a beach ball. Look, I a beach ball landed in my lap. Yes. I did not make a scene out of it. Okay. I didn't. I've seen videos. People said, was this you of people getting up? Yeah, there's that one guy who got up and ripped it or whatever. Yeah. yeah. No, it landed in my lap and I just immediately like, Fuck this and like just tore it open and killed it. Wait, you on your own have this? You you ripped open a beach ball. This was the one moment of strength I had, Mark. <laughs> that I tapped in. I rolled a you twenty. Hul- you hulked I rolled out. A, I rolled a critical uh, critical <laughs> twenty. I hulked out. I had my big comeback. Did people boo you? No. 
Oh, no one said anything. No, because I fucking tore a peach, a beach ball apart. No one's going to say shit. <laughs> they were watching your gender Mahal veins popping out of your popping mm-hmm. out of your arms. Like, we're not messing with that guy. Don't mess with me. <laughs> Don't mess with me. And, so, and, and then um, uh, it was uh, I was sitting next to Tom and Johnny were to my right. And then Dale, uh, I think I told him, like, just take a picture of this. I think it's funny. And it was during the commercial break. Right. And uh, we put it out there on social media. And holy shit, did people just have a huge reaction one way or the other? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Polarizing. Very polarizing. Yeah, you've become the Bill O'Reilly of professional wrestling. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I did not ask for a permission of controversy of uh, of the beach ball. I just sexually harassed it <laughs> until it popped. Until it popped. I think that WWE has done more harm than good with this raw after with hyping up this raw after WrestleMania crowd. Because yes. the raw after WrestleMania crowd was the thing that happened organically. Yes. It, it's recent. It's within the it's, WrestleMania thirty. Yeah, right. That was the fandangoing. Yeah, like it's only or 29. It was 29. It was 29. It's only been since these last few years where they have the big stadium WrestleMania stadium show and then they stay in town and yep. have WrestleMania in the same city and they encourage everybody to stay. Mm-hmm. And you get the hardest of the hardcore fans who come to that Raw after WrestleMania. It's a new phenomenon, but it happened organically yes. that this started to be a really hardcore crowd that used to that had all these really creative chants and took over the show. In large part a UK crowd. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Especially early, and the and the and the WWE wants to like own it because they're self conscious about all this kind of shit, right? And want to control all that, right? So they decided to respond by like essentially putting this crowd over, and all the time going like, "This, uh, you know how that Raw after WrestleMania crowd is? It's super crazy. It's bizarro. You never know what they're gonna do. It's the craziest crowd of the year." And making a network documentary about them, and now they've empowered everybody to just act like dummies the whole time. Yeah, it's. It's nuts. Yeah. Uh, and it does. they're not consistent with it because they want people to act crazy. They want them to have beach balls, but all security and everybody are then trying to take away the beach balls. <laughs> they're not encouraged to have them out. Yeah. WWE's not selling their own beach balls. That's all. The, always the ultimate sign of, hey, this is okay. Right. And they're not doing that. Right, right, right. So, uh, th- you know, and, and not embracing in any way. On that night, Sheamus and Cesaro seemed important because there's that song. Seamus and Cesaro, doo, 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 doo. Mm-hmm. and everybody's singing it. It was super fun. And then Seamus and Cesaro, you saw desperately doing it. Like, please fucking do this every week, everyone else. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. we know this is just Europeans doing this, but yeah. please embrace this. Nope. What did you think live of the booing, the long booing, fifteen minutes or whatever it was before Roman had the "It's my yard now" line? Because I will say on TV. It's one of my favorite things that's happened on Raw in a lot of long time. I it was will one, say that. It was one of my favorite moments as a wrestling fan. Yeah. Because it was awesome, right? What I really had hoped and expected that moment to be was a huge turnaround for wrestling in general. I was really excited because what that moment was was a wrestling villain. Yeah. Someone not trying to act cool. Someone not trying to get cheers in any way. Someone that the crowd would not let speak. Someone that the crowd just threw fucking venom and hate and vomit and piss like they just threw it at him. They're just so mad at him that he embodies the person that took away the Undertaker. He was a heel the way he reacted to it. Yeah. The way he said that line. And he knew to play into like he's bringing that microphone up. And I loved being a fan just yelling and screaming at the top of my lungs to, to not speak. 
and just making noise. Yeah. Because I don't want your words to come through. And then knowing at that nine minute mark or whatever it was like, oh, no, like there's a break in the silence. Like you have to yell because he's going to get the words out finally. Yeah. And we lost shit. He said something. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, That was great. Like that is the melodrama that I want. Yeah. And that didn't get followed through at all. Right. (laughs) Right. So then they're doing it with gender to be Indian and like just boo him. Right. <laughs> uh, all the, so that was a cool moment that probably could have only come from the Raw after WrestleMania crowd to give that crowd to put them over the crowd over a little bit. Mm-hmm. And also the NXT debuts in front of those Raw after WrestleMania Raw and SmackDown crowds. Right. Are, the, after WrestleMania Raw and SmackDown crowds are pretty cool, too, because Revival comes out and mm-hmm. you're going to get a pop for those guys. Look, look, when you're watching this at home and TV. Yeah. Right. And Revival comes out and that place goes nuts. You go, you might be a casual fan. You don't watch NXT. You don't know who the hell these guys are, but you go, these guys are stars. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the, you know what I mean? Like that yeah, is the go, best possible scenario to get those guys over. Yeah. You go, this song's amazing. Yeah. People love it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Same. they wrestle. <laughs> Same with uh, Ty Dillinger and, and Nakamura. Yeah, and the go, next night, it's like, this song's amazing. <laughs> I love it. And they wrestle. <laughs> You know what? You're absolutely right about all those things. I, I wanted to the theme have a songs tirade. are the most overthing in NXT. Bobby Roode, like I, I wanted to talk for a long time. If you want to do some other show sometime where it's a total discussion on what do people love, the packaging or yeah. what's inside? Yeah, well, you know, you know, for a long time when Daniel Bryan got over mm-hmm. and was doing the yes chance before WWE caved and pushed him and he won the title at that WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. They were saying their justification was he's not that over. Mm-hmm. It's only that fans like doing the yes, yes, yes with him. Yeah. Like the packaging is what's over. He's not that over. Mm-hmm. I think there might be a, 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 a minuscule amount of truth to that in his case that I think people did like that packaging, but I think he was over at the heart yeah. of it too. Yeah. But it wasn't like Hacksaw, Jim Duggan where we just like yelling, ho, but yeah. we don't really care that much and about USA. him. USA. Right, right, right. You wake us up every so often to go, oh, yeah, hey, how's, yeah. Yeah, USA. yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, what about the next night, the um, – the SmackDown, because that was the first time that's ever happened since the brand split. Now SmackDown is live on Tuesday. So literally yeah. the first time in history, there's not only a Raw after WrestleMania mm-hmm. crowd, there's a SmackDown after WrestleMania crowd. Watching it live, it felt like the energy was just not there anymore. It felt like folks had wound down a little bit. And, yeah. 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 And that was the show I was more excited of uh, for between the two. Yeah. Um, that was... Cause I just love SmackDown live so much better. Yeah, me too. Um, and I really wanted that show to have equal importance to raw. Mm-hmm. I wanted there to be a precedent of if there's surprises and debuts, it's got to happen on this show too. Don't mm-hmm. treat it like the redheaded stepchild. Um, and it was great. It was, you're tired though. Like you've seen so much and that's what is more exciting. You're like, just show me it. Just show me a new thing. Yeah. Hey, a new thing. Ah, uh, thanks. I'm just going to just sit here and yeah. slowly pass out. It's like, bring out Nakamura and yeah. so we can all go home. Bring out the violin guy, too. Ah, <laughs> oh, that was great. Him and Miz are going to fight. Oh, that didn't happen. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> um, But I, I really enjoyed that show anyway, like getting to see Luke Harper, my favorite, and just that has a roster of guys that I'm way more into. Yeah, me too. But it didn't. That show didn't carry the WrestleMania weight that Raw did. Yeah, it didn't feel that the same way. Mm-hmm. 
It was sort of like, oh, this Raw Raw after WrestleMania has found this identity. Mm-hmm. And it was like, oh, the SmackDown after WrestleMania has got to sort of find that identity now, too. Yeah. Like, what is it exactly? You, We're not sure. You would think that would be a night of just crazy matchups. Right. So they would try and do something like that. But it's it's like, no, we're still going to do the formula of everything we see. And that's what you get. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not the worst thing in the world. Yeah. But it did seem sort of like a soft kind of ending to this otherwise like epic week of WWE. S-O-F-T. Soft? No. Wow, Scott, we did it. We did. We went through your week at WrestleMania, Mm -hmm. some amazing stories and very cool adventures, and thank you for allowing me to interview you. You're welcome. Yeah. Thanks for joining on and making this happen. Wow. Now what happens? <laughs> it's all downhill, Mark. Oh, it's all downhill. God. I think the uh, I think we're uh, soon approaching the sixth anniversary, sixth uh, jerk anniversary. That is. Wow! No Six kidding. Six years this show's been running. Wow! I remember we were sitting uh, at a little outdoor cafe, and you said, "What if it was called Curtain Jerks?" Mm-hmm. I believe you came up with the name Curtain Jerks. This is true. I if did. I remember correctly. Yeah, I, I'm glad that you did because I always thought like someone else is going to remember this differently and it's not going to go well. And uh, we immediately thought that was hilarious. Well, Steve, you I, did. Steve, I, yeah, I did. I did for sure. And I was like, oh, thank God. Mark thought it was funny. And then it went, what about, uh, I got, I, I said something. I said another variation of it because I got panicked. I can't remember what I said, but it was, I said like, or what about this version? And you're like, no, I think curtain jerks was funny. I'm like, oh, okay. Okay. Good. 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 Uh, yeah, it's been it's uh, we're approaching six years. Wow. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Thanks to all the listeners. No shit. Huh? Thanks, guys. Yeah. For being part of this thing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my. Oh, my. So what do you got coming up, Mark? What's come, what's 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 coming down the pipe? Uh, I don't know. But anything I'm up to, uh, I will probably tweet about at my Twitter, which is at Mark Warzeka. M-A-R-C-W-A-R-Z-E-C-H-A. And if you want to hear um, some wrestling gags, check out at Vince Googling. And oh, and I want to say thanks again to uh, Ryback and to Pat Buck for again talking about at Vince Googling on their podcast conversations with the big guy. Uh, a couple weeks in a row, they've been reading some Vince Googling tweets that they've enjoyed on that on that show. And I've long uh, been a fan and enjoyed their show. And I appreciate them mentioning those and also Marty and Sarah and their great podcast on MLW radio also shouted out at Vince Googling. Wow. So um, a big uh, shout out to them too. And they have a very fun, funny uh, wrestling podcast mm-hmm. and do some great characters and stuff on there as well. So um, thanks to those guys and shout out to them. Could you ever do uh, like a specialized Vince Googling? Like could someone pay you? Like, could there be like a Patreon where they're like, I gave you money. I mean, uh, make a joke about Vince Googling me. <laughs> I mean, how can you start making some Venmo me and we'll this? see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see Vince Googling sell out. <laughs> oh, it wouldn't take much <laughs> at all. I want to see people go, oh, man, this isn't like Vince Googling used to be. <laughs> Suddenly it's going to be like, whatever, whatever, <laughs> Snickers. It's like, why does it say hashtag Snickers at the end of this? Oh, yes, yeah, so I should. I should mention uh, Snickers won the best <laughs> business partner of the year award. Sure. They all had video packages. I think there were five nominees <laughs> and Snickers won a championship that said Snickers on it. You see big show in the corner, like just scarfing down Snickers bars, crying. 
<laughs> Putting all the weight back on. Yeah. So we all won, especially Snickers. Uh, for me, you can check out Fox Sports Presents Wrestling Compadre Slamcast. We had a hell of a week this last week. We had Josh Matthews, the GOAT, uh, talking about his uh, recent loss of Team JB on Impact Wrestling. Spoilers. Uh, and, well, there was the previous week, Mark. The previous week. Yeah, but still. <laughs> I save them all up and I watch them at the end of the year. That's fair. That's fair. So I take I, so, a week off work and I watch them all at once. Uh, <laughs> so that was a lot of fun. Followed up with an interview with the new New York Times bestseller, AJ Mendez Brooks, talking all about her book. Wow, uh, she's got so many names now. Yeah, and that's AJ Lee because someone said, who the fuck is AJ Mendez Brooks? Yeah. And it's like, well, that's fair if you don't. I, I mean, when I read it, I'm like, wait, what? Oh, yeah. right. AJ Lee. Why aren't we calling her AJ Lee? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, her, gr- her great book, uh, Crazy is My Superpower. Mm-hmm. Um, that book is absolutely incredible. I can't like the highest of high recommendations for that. Uh, like truly blown away by it. It's, it's so good. It's so enthralling. Like you, she takes you right in there. It's funny. It's, it's, it's really good. She takes me right in where? She takes you right in, in the book. Like you're. <laughs> It's, oh. it's like that uh, take on me video. Oh, <laughs> like you feel like you're drawn. Um, takes you into her life. No, oh. takes you right into her life. Uh, and uh, there, there, are, there are so many uh, connections you can make in that book from people that might be in your life. And uh, it's all about uh, mental wellness and like it, legit, like what people say about DDP yoga. I th- I'd say this is for uh, books on a, on a whole new level. So, wow, it's great. It's great. Um, so check that out. Check out SmackDown Live, AfterBuzz TV, AfterBuzz Show. I believe May 2nd may be one of the best ones ever. I hope so. Right? I hope so. Special guest, Mark Orzak. Wow. Oh, my. He's going to be on there live. Oh, my. Oh my. <laughs> With George Takei. <laughs> uh, so you want to check that out. Shane Hartline was on recently. And, of course, YouTube.com slash show. The Hardys, Abyss, Leva Bates, a.k.a. Blue Pants, coming up with the Young Bucks, Matt Morgan, so much more. I can tell you, it's overstocked with content, and there's a lot to come. So you're going to want to check that out. So thank you so much, Mark, for being back on. Thank you. This was so much fun, Scott. Thanks for doing this. Thanks for having me. Of course, and thank you for the strawberries. (laughs) You're welcome. I'm Scott Narver. I'm Mark Warzaga. Enjoy your wrestling, kids.